You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. Wow. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I am your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me tonight, we have the three of us finally back together again. Jim and Tyler, what's up, my guys? Time to see, my friends. How are we? Yeah, how we doing? Well, apparently Jim and I aren't too exciting for Tyler as he's looking down. All I see is the pee in the brim. <laughs> hey, there he is. Supposedly that moneymaker. I mean, brings in this ad revenue. What do you want? I want you to look at the camera. Bring in the ad revenue. Yeah. You got to pay for it. your video a little there we go anyways so yeah so uh the pirates they um i didn't put the score right (laughs) i heard things what was it five to three it was five to three for people watching the video mess up the (laughs) you mess up the title of the stream and then you mess up the score of the game that's just how awful today's game was that none of it really matters Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely totally admit to the title of this. I didn't spell rundown correct. <laughs> Thanks, Bucko Mike, for pointing it out. The, the, what I say? The run, the, the rundo. Is that what it is? Run, the run, rundown, rundo. Yeah. But also about the score, I did that yesterday just because I was moving things around. So I just put like a fake thing there for the title and I forgot to update it. But I was close. Think about that. Yesterday, I predicted the Cubs were going to win six to four and it was five to three. So that's pretty good. To be fair, it wasn't even the worst game in the last week. Game it wasn't no. the worst game, <laughs> but it, it was the worst thing. It certainly <laughs> had the worst moment. <laughs> As Steven Nesbitt put today, I will definitely buy that NFT. Uh, we'll get to that yeah, in a moment. Yeah, need like a limited edition. <laughs> yes. Yikes. Anyway, so yeah, the Pirates, uh, they, they lost the series to the Cubs. Huge shock. Huge shock. After the loss of the Braves. I mean, it's been a really bad week. Think about that. In the past week, the last time we were here on NS9 Live was the last Pirates win. They came off beating the Braves. I think Tyler and I were a little... Oh, no, Jim and I. No, yeah, Tyler, I wasn't on. Tyler wasn't on, right? So Jim and I were yeah, like... Hey, you know, the Pirates won the first game. Maybe there's going to be a little fun series with Atlanta coming. It was, as Jim said, it was entertaining. It was a good actual game. And then they haven't won a game since. So there's that. Fellows, what do you think about the Pirates? What's the state of the Pittsburgh Pirates right now? They are who we thought they were. (laughs) (laughs) Remember how at the beginning of the year we were doing our over-unders? Yeah. You and Tyler were like... We're not on a limb and said they win 60 games. 60, 61. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know where this optimism is coming from. That's how <laughs> I, I feel. I feel at this point like this is what I was thinking. <laughs> when I said 54 wins, this, this last week is what I envisioned. Yeah. Ty, Ty. <laughs> We're not, we weren't asking for, we said they'd win six, seven more games than you pictured. Right. And you act like we were so optimistic. We said they'd lose 101 games. I mean, that's bad. Yeah, but that's not bad enough. <laughs> Especially after, <laughs> after what we saw today, like, I don't know if this team deserves to win another game for the rest of the year. In they their could, defense. They could, they have Everyone's 18 hurt. wins. They have 18 wins this year so far. Yes. They're at 18 and 31. Yes. That I mean, part I got right on the if screen. They, 
if they just lost out from here on, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, Jim. <laughs> what would that make? 18 and 144. <laughs> you know what I can't wait for? All the texts Jim gets after the game. Man, that Tyler's real negative. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, right, right. After I went out of the limits, and what they might win a few more. They might get to 20. I don't know. I was going to say, right, Tyler's the one that's all negative on the show, right? Everyone talks about how negative Tyler is. He's not a real Pirates fan. He's so negative. And really, he's like one of the more positive ones on the show. He only said 101 games. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I mean, let's let's be honest here. You know, like, again, Tyler and I both said the same exact amount, which would be 101 losses. Jim was yelling at us almost. You guys are dumb. You guys are stupid. You know, this show shouldn't exist because of how terrible you are, you know, which, again, 101 losses is pretty damn bad. But now Jim's out here touting, you know, his stuff. And look at me. Look how good I am. Because here's the thing. We all we all agreed to this, that the Pirates were probably definitely going to be dropping off after July because there's going to be some trades. Like, whoever was at least somewhat good to get them to at least 100 losses, or, you know, 99, 98, whatever it might be, is not going to be on the team. And that's why they'll drop off some more. But that's just the thing. Jim, go ahead and tout your stuff. What are they on pace for right now? They're on pace for 59 wins right now. So, um, I'm more than you predicted, dummy. Tyler and I said 61 they wins, are... and they're already worse than that, and that's not with that drop-off yet. So, again, yeah, they're lose now. This is a pretty bad stretch. But Dude, they can't drop off is. more. They are playing Ben Gamel when he is hitting second. <laughs> They can't drop <laughs> off much Hold on. more. Hold on. Him hitting second has been the best thing for this club so yeah. far. Seriously, he's been the best hitter on the team the past three days. Hitting like 180. <laughs> right, but not in the two-hole. And when he goes in the two-hole, now he's freaking, you know, he's he's Shoei Otani. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. He's the only he's one hitting, hitting 185, and you guys are acting like he's Babe freaking Ruth. He is he's in the two hole. Yeah. I called yeah, it out. I've been three my games. issue yeah. all year with Shelton. To talk a little about Shelton, you know, we've mentioned this before. It's not as if Shelton has been like last year he was pretty atrocious to a lot of areas. This year, not so much. And I get there's like some built-in excuses of I mean, he doesn't have much. But one of my gripes with him so far this year has been the lineups. Why Kevin Newman's batting fifth for so long, and now why Kevin Newman's in the two hole. So I, I, my big thing it was like this two hole is such a wasted spot. Newman and Gamble there are like just terrible, and then that's when he just he's went off this series. I don't care how to pronounce the name is Gamel. I don't care. And it's it's Gamble until do, it's, it's Gamble. <laughs> he bats over two hundred. <laughs> I don't actually know how to pronounce the name. To it's, be honest with you, it's Gamble. Yeah. Okay, Gamel. <laughs> <laughs> Nardo, you're literally out here complaining that they had Kevin Newman in the two hole and that they didn't have a guy that hits 185 there. Well, right. It's, it's all combined. That was my <laughs> argument. It was all combined. Like, so now it's like Newman Put had the, the day picture off. there for all I care. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if it's someone else. But no, for real. For real, though. The lineups have been, to me, I don't quite understand. When Adam Frazier has been hitting the way he is, why do you have Newman in the two hole? It's a wasted spot. All you're doing is trading. Adam Frazier gets a hit, and then they should automatically just give the out and trade Adam Frazier for Kevin Newman on first base. I guess my thing though is like who anybody? Who then, yeah, I mean like literally. But to be who fair, put in there. Okay, they so so maybe honestly, Reynolds. I just hit. Yeah, I would just hit Reynolds there and give him an extra thirty at bats this year. And, or do you just say Reynolds? Hey, you're doing well in the three hole. Let's you're comfortable there. Let's just keep you there. It's not like moving okay. Reynolds to second is really going to do anything. But literally I mean, I anyone just, else in this lineup, I don't care. It could be Stallings. It could be Will Craig. It could be literally is, anyone. When Stallings is in the lineup, he's the cleanup hitter. Like, and that's bad too. <laughs> <laughs> I, and and yeah, like that's where he is penciled in. I just I know that the lineup is not going to be deep. There's no length to it at all. But it's an out. You're just taking that bat, and it's an automatic out. 
And you and you know you got a guy in first base already. The way Adam Frazier's been. There hitting. are only two guys on this team that aren't automatic outs. Reynolds and Frazier. And Stalin. Thanks. Nah. Okay, maybe he's not automatic, but he's damn near it. Jacob Stallings has a weighted runs created plus of 115. Stop doing that, Tyler. Stop it. I know your hatred for Stallings. He's once again proven that he is a legit catcher, though. Yeah. And the offense has been there pretty much yeah, all year. Yeah. He's It's been there. His OBP is 343. Like His OBP is 100 points higher than his, than his batting average. And uh, so happy for Kevin Stone. And I get that. Like Bucko Mike just commented here too that Frazier's you know running it out. Like he is. Adam Frazier. I said this before the show. Adam Frazier hits. He's proven this year more than any. He can hit. Every other aspect of the game right now is terrible. His defense looks bad. His base running is even worse. Like today, the base running blunders. I mean, just it's like all he does is hit. And right, like. Right, Bucko Mike. If he doesn't make the out himself, then it's Kevin Newman who, albeit he hasn't struck out like his what past seventy four plate appearances now or something like that. But does that really matter? Because all he does is ground out to the shortstop or second baseman or whatever. And Adam Frazier gets out on second, and Newman's just fast enough that it's not a double play, and that's what it is. He's better off bunning every time. <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> he might beat those out. At least Frazier's safe. <laughs> At least you yeah. moved the man up. Newman did, strike out. Newman did strike out today, by the way. Did he? Yeah. Ended the streak at 74. Okay. I mean, that's but, impressive uh, as hell. I'll give him yeah. that. 74 straight at bats without a strikeout and being that bad is impressive. And that's that's also impressive. Yeah. I mean, and this, this, the, uh, the stats during... The 74 bats are awful. I, I sent them earlier in the day. I can't find them now. Mm-hmm. Very, very bad. <laughs> um, well, it's not much yeah, different so it's, from a season. It's, so. Right. Yeah, it's the same. It's probably it's not more same. than 215. Did I take right. the over on, on Kevin Newman? I think I did. I I'm think dumb. if we took the over on anything right now, we're probably losing. Except for losses. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Just about everything. We're great going at this. <laughs> yeah, my Travis Swaggerty prediction is out the window. You want to talk about that? I guess. You want to talk about that first? The, the injuries around baseball? Touch on it. Swaggerty dislocated shoulder to the 60 day IL, looking like it could be the season. I mean, you got to think June, July, the minor league season's over at the end of August. So best case scenario if he comes back after 60 days he gets a month in but yeah it looks like Swaggerty's season is a wash which is I mean we were just talking about this yesterday Denardo. I yeah. mean this was kind of like his make or break year like he had to he had to prove this year that he was a legit prospect or he was gonna he was gonna really lose his whole prospect status and so now he loses the year He's going to be how old now? 25? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. He's going to be 25 next year. He currently and is 23, nine months. So he'll be 24 next year. August 19th yeah. is his uh, birthday. Okay. So he'll turn 25 during the season next yes. year. Yep. And uh, he has a total of 12 games above high A ball. Don't make me sad. It's very hey. sad. But that's the thing. Yeah. Now, I'll at least give him the buy. Like, we talked about this is the make it or break a year. That would be due to his play. You know, if he didn't play well, then I'm totally off the board. Like, I'm at least I'm at least open this year to see what he has, even though I've been down on him. But with him not playing, I still can't say he's done because of performance. Like, uh, that, I guess, would be his only out of this being a make it or break a year. But what it does do is it hurts them even further. I mean, that's another right. year of no progress. Now, let's just like bef- forget the wasted year in that sense. 
well, the injury itself, especially yeah, as an outfielder, you know, we've already gone through the Gregory Polanco saga situation, whatever you want to call it, right? He's not looks the same since his injury. Now what becomes of Travis, Travis Swaggerty? We know which shoulder it is. It's his non-throwing one. It's his right shoulder. Okay. If it's his non-throwing one, then that's not as big of an issue from like a defensive standpoint. Um, so I, it's not. It's a little bit different than than Polanco. Mm-hmm. So that's at least good. But yeah, like I said, it's not. It's not good. I mean, he, like I said, he's twenty three now. He's he's really not going to be a prospect anymore. You know, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys that you just kind of hope you can get something out of at this point. But I mean, at this point, he's. I'm not looking at Travis Swaggerty as future impact player in this organization anymore, probably, which sucks. Well, we've been known to be wrong. A lot. Just like when I talk about Ben Gamble hitting second. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But like Tyler, this is kind of your guy. Like, yeah, he's in the, he was in the middle of, you know, tweaking the swing throws that all off already add in that no minor league system last year another year of hardly playing and that's pretty much two years off like Jim said at this point it probably makes him organizational depth mm-hmm. like he'll, he'll need to come back I don't I don't even know what you need to do to get back on the radar but we're looking at a guy that I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up getting outrighted at some point. And we just don't really hear much for him. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go and write him off today. Right. But like my, my thing is it's, it's not even so much like the prospect status or another wasted year as far as development. Like I have real concerns of the shoulder and, and you're right. You're right, Jim. Like mm-hmm. it's not the throwing shoulder. So at least that helps him in that sense. But what I'm getting to is like, Gregory Polanco came back a year later, like the next season, and it, he didn't look right. You know what I mean? Like he had to go out again. So that's what concerns me is like at least, okay, if this is a wasted season in that sense, maybe come back. And so he's not going to be the player that we maybe are hoping for. You know, we've heard a lot of good stuff from him. Now he got the AAA and, you know, you've seen some glimpses and stuff. So you're thinking maybe he can come bounce back and be a prospect. So like maybe that's lost, but I'm worried too. Like, so what if it's also next year? You know, like what if this rehab doesn't go well because it's shorter? What if even next year he can't perform? You know, like the injury part itself, the actual injury is what worries me the most because losing one year sucks, right? But then like, what if it's even multiple yeah. years? Like what if this guy just does not get back right as a health standpoint? Well, I think it just goes back to kind of what, what I mentioned earlier with what Tyler said, like, after this, he's he is organizational depth. He's Jared Oliva. Yeah, like that's that's who he is now. Or at least year, that's what you have to Jared. bank on. Like that's how yeah. he's viewed. If he is right. more than that, yeah. then that's great. That's plus. But you can't like I don't think it would be smart for this organization to still look at Swagger the same way. You can't. You just can't assume he's going to be anything close to a top ten, top fifteen prospect. I know they mentioned both surgical and non-surgical was on the table. Anything more on that? Because I didn't get a chance to look. Uh, they they haven't announced anything on that yet, as far as I, I know. Would just I would imagine that if somehow it gets through without surgery, I think that's better news. But if he has surgery, I'd I'd be really down. Yeah, yeah. and also I mean just the fact that it was an immediate sixty-day IL. You know that that yeah. part too. That tells me it's it's definitely severe, regardless. Mm-hmm. So even like even if it's non surgical, yeah. I feel like it's it's pretty damn bad regardless. It's kind of crazy. Just I mean, shoulder injuries. Just and I, I mean, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Shoulder injuries to prospects this year. Or I mean, Swaggerty's now the third first round outfielder that's now out for the year with a shoulder injury. You know, from you know high profile guys. That's, that's kind of insane. Not just the Pirates, but across my league baseball. 
shoulders are scary like baseball's that sport where you have your uh, dislocated shoulder it's like a oh, shit that happens in football it's okay he'll be back yeah right yeah life sucks man <laughs> Why are we Pirates fans? It, what are we it doing? Does. And like it sucks so much too yeah. because you know minor league baseball was coming back, and again like Swaggerty could have like been in PNC Park this year, as Tyler Tyler was all on that part too. Mm-hmm. You know I think you're the one who had gave me the over and under on it right for 40 games or whatnot. We talked about it a little bit, and then of course with the center field you know play this year how terrible it's been. I'd welcome Travis Swaggerty. So like I wanted to see him produce at least somewhat in AAA, like do enough to get here to PNC Park so we can watch you in Pittsburgh you know and just whatever and like that's gone now completely it's not going to happen he's not going to be in Pittsburgh this year so now rehab probably takes that out of it so it's like yeah. so it sucks for that but then it sucks like now if anything it's probably going to be Alfred and Fowler back up here at one point <laughs> you know and not Swaggerty so the Pittsburgh Pirates get even less fun yeah it's just another like option that we could have got excited about no matter what happened that's off the table right yeah because really you gotta think one of the only things we were excited about going into this year was hazed and then he goes down (laughs) right be back next week so that's just as he's Um, about to come back (laughs) knock on wood hopefully hazes back and everything everyone do that right now but um yeah, so you're gonna have Hayes back, but yeah, you were hoping to see at least something come up too, like that, that could get you excited because you knew that clearly this team wasn't gonna be very competitive. And Swaggerty was kind of that guy that you were like, okay, maybe we can see him halfway through the year. And so yeah, this takes that away. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, Oliver. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about outfield guys who could be in Pittsburgh. Um, he's also hurt, but expected to begin full baseball activities like in the next week or two. So, but I mean, that means life is still tough. Probably, and we're getting, we're <laughs> looking forward to Oliver. But that means we're still probably a month out from Oliver even being ready, right? If he's True. just, if he's just going to begin baseball activities, um, then you know he still has to kind of go through a spring training of sorts. So, um, so I mean, maybe we'll see Oliver this year. But really, as far as the outfield goes, like that's it, really. Like, yeah. Otherwise, it's Fowler, not much. Alfred yeah. or or Stokes, and I guess yeah. Tom, still lingering around for now. But yeah, it's it's gonna be the waiver wire carousel, right? DFA carousel, like wh- whomever. Uh, there's no real prospects. Again, like it was Swaggerty and Oliva. Give me Drew Sutton at this point. <laughs> Give me Tyler Sweeney at this point. <laughs> a little fast. How's that arm going? How's that arm, Tyler? Oh, she shot. <laughs> you ever throw a baseball and it just pops and you tingle the whole way down? <laughs> That's fun. They could have used you today, well, though. Against, you can uh, fit in right field. I mean, I might have thrown as hard as Tyler Anderson did today. <laughs> Oh man, it was. <laughs> All right, so going back to injuries though, Oliver coming back soon. Hayes on rehab. Nick Gonzalez out four to five weeks, but it sounds like yeah. he's at least on track that like it's only going to be that four to five weeks. So he's looking at like a mid June to late June return right now. Right. So at least he's not going to miss a ton of time. Um, I don't think Piguero has been activated yet. But um, but Pagero should be activated soon as well. So, what are we doing in the minor leagues? That all these guys are getting hurt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing here? I mean, it's everywhere though. It's the majors. It's, it's the minors. It's just the pirates. Yeah, I'm wondering, honestly, I, and it's not just the pirates. Either. And it's freak, so, like, but it's also freak things, you know. Yeah. True. But like, I think it could just be maybe maybe the year off just is playing. Like you have all these guys where like they they didn't do anything for you. I mean they were doing stuff, but they I were mean, playing everyday but, baseball. You know, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't know. Just, it just 
like if pictures uh, were going down right and left for Tommy John or something, like maybe there's something there, but like me breaking a pinky, me getting a, a bruise on my knee, you know, dislocating a shoulder, like to me, that doesn't really say too much about like a layoff. It's, yeah, it's, it's you know, like it's all like stuff. weird stuff. <laughs> Even Hayes, like, what are we doing? Hayes, Hayes was hit by a pitch in the hand. There you, you know? go. Yeah. Which I mean, that just happens sometimes. But nothing you can do about it. Just stop getting hurt. <laughs> okay. Also, <laughs> also Tyler's advice: just play better. Stop being yeah. so bad. Play better and stop getting hurt. <laughs> Tyler for manager, twenty twenty three. Yeah, if you're bad at the sport, then you can get hurt. Like, why do we not have Kai Tom getting hurt? Well, he. No, it's he all is. of our fun toys. <laughs> He is hurt. Okay, he's well, on, that's why I'm he's sorry. on play. He, he's hurt right now. Yeah. Who's first name? And, and wait, they're all hurt. And, and Tyler's yeah, like, if you're bad, you can get hurt. Well, every one of the team's bad. It's the Pirates. They're on pace to win, lose a hundred plus games. Just one, like, why can't one of the other pitchers get hurt and your hurries up here all the time? Mm. I mean, Cahill's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Cool's hurt. hurt. <laughs> uh, They're all hurt. <laughs> Steven Brault's hurt. Colin, Colin Moran hurt, although he's been good. Phil Bevin's hurt. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's hurt. <laughs> I hate my life. All right, so let's move on a little bit. We don't want to talk about injuries all day long. So we're going to introduce a few segments as well. Do we want to start off with the Facebook one, Jim? I think this might add sure. lighten up the mood a little bit here. Oh, I, I had it. Now my Facebook just refreshed. <laughs> so every every NS9 Live will have the Facebook comment of the day brought to you by Jim. Jim's going to find it. So let's get that going. Here's our little new intro for that. All right, Jim. So you got the comment ready? Still looking for it? Because here's the thing. Looking for it. We, we thought about it too. We're like, you know, should we do like Twitter? Should we do Facebook? Yeah. Should we do, you know, anything? Twitter or Twitter. Jim suggested just Facebook. And I get it. Because you know what? Yeah. The power of social media goes to a lot on Twitter. But there's nothing like Facebook comments. There's nothing like Facebook. Like that's the worst of the worst. So we'll definitely stick to Facebook. Come on, Jim. Them Facebook fingers. I mean, the, the thing about Facebook today, like usually you go to like, Facebook and the comments are just like ridiculously negative and just awful grammar. And it's funny um, because it's all these people who say like, why should we pay attention to the pirates while they're commenting on the page? So they're like wasting time on the pirates. But like after today, <laughs> I really don't think any of these people are wrong in any way. So <laughs> let's just go ahead. Scott and Scott's Facebook profile picture is just the Steelers logo, by the way. Um, Fitting. It just goes I bet he's last, verified. Last place. Where are Huntington and Coonley? <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh has a triple A cup. Not club, cup. <laughs> Embarrassing. Why do the Pirates continue to share highlights game after game? This is while the Pirates are showing. The Pirates put up a video of their back-to-back home runs, and so he's commenting on the home runs. The Pirates are in last place. I wouldn't attend one game, even if it were free. Our owner will not pay for players. You get what you pay for. Last place in the division. Scott Lamparski. Steeler logo, Scott. So... <laughs> That that that's going to be our Facebook comment of the day. And again, I don't really disagree with them. <laughs> he, he had a few mistakes in there, but <laughs> I think I think everybody has the right to just be as awful as possible to the Pirates today. I'm just shocked hearing that, right? Especially with everything that was said. How that comment didn't end with spend nutting, win nutting, is just, just blows my mind. 
I would have bet everything in my pocket right now, which is nothing, but whatever. I would have I would have gave away my entire computer, everything here on my desk, betting that it ended with spend nothing, win nothing. Yeah, no spend nothing, win nothing. Yeah. So. My favorite comment go. on Facebook was, "Are the Pirates pitchers still being instructed to quote unquote pitch to contact? If so, they're doing a great job." <laughs> 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 now granted let's talk i mean tyler anderson didn't have the greatest game obviously um <clears throat> let's talk about cody ponce he came up yesterday what did you guys think about that start anything positive out of it negative anything other than just meh because that was more or less my takeaway of it it was meh i didn't have ex- big expectations for cody ponce anyways but he didn't wow me. He wasn't brilliant. He wasn't bad, though, I thought. Like, it wasn't terrible. Um, yeah, you want to know my truthful opinion here? Yes. I mean, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> my team got knocked out of the tournament on Tuesday, and I was getting blackout drunk. So I have no idea what the hell happened that game. I was like, who's a Cody Ponce? <laughs> what did he do? I know who Cody Ponce is. I did not pay one ounce of attention to that game. I was too busy getting drunk. Fair. I watched the beginning of the game. I, I had a softball game Tuesday night, so I, I didn't watch it probably after the fourth inning or so. Oh, he had, but he like, had to one-up me. That's cool. But when, um, which softball we won in extra innings, <laughs> like Tyler's team. Uh-huh. And how did, <laughs> uh, how did you get a triple gym? Yeah, yeah. Lee, uh, go ahead, triple in the in the seventh inning. The left center fielder fell down. So he he nice. fell down. Yeah, yeah Gregory no. Polanco playing left field. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're priding yourself on. I got a triple because the yeah. outfielder fell it, down. It, it counted. It counted. It's a, it's oh, a triple in the box. That's just terrible. Board. I wouldn't even say it. I wouldn't even said anything. I just would have said we won. We'll just left it at that. Jim's like, oh, I got a triple. I... <laughs> the outfielder fell down. Yes, it was excellent. It was a big triple. Pure athleticism. But uh, no, so so I actually went. So while I was watching Cody Ponce, right? I mean, I I only saw I think it was the first four innings, and so he'd only given up one run through four innings. He was looking pretty good. It was the fifth inning when he gave up three runs. Um, So as far as from what I saw of him, he was fine. Again, I'm. I'm I'm happy when a starting pitcher can just throw strikes and not walk five batters. And so he was able to do that, um, which for a spot start, five innings, four runs, not spectacular, but like not the worst start in the world. I don't really know if I want to see Cody Ponce over and over again, like, uh, but he was, he was okay. Uh, I think he's still suited for a bullpen role if he's going to be a major league pitcher. But he did, he did fine. That was literally my takeaway of it. I mean, just yeah. to a T. Like I said, that's why I said, man, like it was, this is what it is. I didn't have a big expectations. It wasn't like as if when Mitch Keller made his debut and you're expecting a whole lot, you know, or like when you're hurry, made his debut and you're like, oh, wow, like this is a guy who could be a, like a, a pretty solid prospect. You know, I'm excited about this. Him coming up with just like, all right, this is the guy, you know, see what he can do. I mean, he held his own, you know, he, he pitched good enough to say, all right, well, you know, that was an okay start. He did a lot better than most of the guys that pitched all week, you know, so that's something. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's really much, um, much takeaway. It was really nope. just two homers to Jock Peterson. Drunk. I mean, it was just the two homers to Jock Peterson. That was really the only mistakes he made all night. Which, by the way, was the uh, what was it? Four games in a row, the Pirates gave up multi homers to a player, which four is tied games for a record. In a row. Yeah, yeah, fun stuff. It's a pretty impressive record. Doing great things. It's like every time, every time the Pirates play a game, it's like they do something for the first time since like 1911, and it's never a good thing. <laughs> it's always a bad thing. <laughs> It's literally why, I mean, like I said, they are incredibly bad right now. Like, it's good bad. They're so bad that, like, it's just good. I made a tweet out today. I was like, honestly, like, people make it a point 
to talk about how they're never going to watch the Pirates. And I refuse to watch Pirates. It's so bad. Till there's new ownership. Till this, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is. Pirates, Pirates, Pirates. Bad, bad, bad. I can't watch, can't watch. Well, your stubbornness, that attitude got you nowhere today because you didn't even get to see that Will, that Will Craig situation with Javier Baez. So, We're stupid history, you, baby. that's your fault. That's what you get. Like like four out of the 12, like at one point today, I looked at like the trending topics on Twitter, you know, worldwide. Yes. And like one third of the trending topics on Twitter, like the top 15 were all related to the pirates play that they had. Like it was all like, it was all phrases. Like it was either like Rizzo laughing. There were two two outs. outs. (laughs) There were two outs was trending all day. (laughs) That's the best part. It's like, it's like what in the world? So, I mean, someone tweeted out too. I retweeted it and it was like, you know, the, the job, you know, the, the whole point of being a baseball team is to be entertaining. So really, if you think about it, the Pirates are the best baseball team in the major leagues. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I'm getting at. At least early in the season, baby. they were entertaining to the degree that they're bad, but they stay in games, right? They battle a little bit. I mean, there's, there's things within it. Now they're at the point where they're entertaining. That They're so bad that it's comically entertaining. Yeah. What a team, man. So do we want to get into our, our next segment here then? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So the other segment we're bringing is the uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think that's perfect for this time of the year. Uh, not time of the year, this time of this uh, organizational... What do you want to call it? I don't know. Area of their growth? <laughs> I don't know. Like Organiz- They're just going to be bad for a while. ineptitude. There it is. Well, you know they're gonna be bad a while, so it's good. It, it makes sense to have one thing good and then two things that are bad. So yeah, here's our our next segment. Time for the good, the bad, the ugly. All right, so let's talk about it. What are our goods, bads, and ugly? Let's start with a good. I'm sure this will go really quick. <laughs> um, Jim, what was your good of this this series or this game? Um, Brian Reynolds, you know, he was on a little tiny mini skid, um, and then today, you know, kind of busted out of it, um, hit a home run, uh, which was nice to see. He actually got the Pirates back into the game. Um, but two for three with a home run. He is having himself a solid season. I think his weighted runs created plus is up to 139 on the year. So, Brian Reynolds. He's my good. I like it. Tyler, what was your good? I would have said Brian Reynolds, but I guess my good has to be just striking out eight and only walking one. That's progress, baby. That is progress. You just look at that box score. That looks pretty good. And actually, Tyler Anderson kind of bounced back a little bit and looked okay. So, I mean, all things considered, pitchers didn't look awful. You throw out the ugly, and it's not a bad game pitched. I mean, truthfully, the Pirates had a chance. Like, they could have won this game. It's not totally out of the realm where, like, this is a winnable game. It would have been so perfect if they would have just lost by one. (laughs) Right. Um, my good, what I'm going for here is actually to be David Bednar. He has been putting up a very solid season. He comes from the Musgrove trade. Today he had a full inning pitch, strike out the side, three strikeouts. Quietly has done, and I say quietly, hasn't been in a whole lot of like tough situations, but I say quietly because it seems like we've been talking a lot about Rich Rod and Stratton a little, or not Stratton, um, Kyle Quicksome, you know, uh, other guys and like lost it as Bednar, but and Bednar right now to this, he's gotten 19 innings pitched, 284 ERA, right? In those 19 innings, 26 strikeouts, just four walks. Like he's having a really good season this year, you know. So I I've really liked what I see about Bednar, and he did it again today. All right, that's fair enough. Let's yeah. get to the bad, Jim. What's your bad? 
Um, my bad is Adam Frazier on the base paths. We uh, talked about it a little bit earlier, but the Pirates were in this game. Um, they were making some noise in the eighth inning, and Adam Frazier ran himself into an out in the eighth inning of a one-run game. Um, Fangraphs actually has, you know, like a base running stat, by the way. Um, and so not only do we just like kind of know Adam Frazier's a terrible base runner just from watching him, <laughs> statistically, statistically, he is a terrible base runner. He is the worst base runner on the Pirates. Um, he, I think he it, it has him listed as the officially going into this is going into today because it's about to get worse right um he was the one two three four five sixth worst base runner in the league um and i said that's only going to get worse after nl or all baseball that's in the national league we're sixth worst base runner in the national league and uh, I said, that's going to get worse, of course. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he can find it, if he can work himself way, all the way into the top three after today. I think he's got that shot. Can't disagree there. Tyler. Doesn't that bad boy like include speed too in their base running stats? It's like a whole all encompassing. Yeah, but I mean, like, stretching. If, yeah. Exactly. And he's not a slow guy. So the fact that he's one of the worst base runners. Yeah. If you look at this list, the fact of how bad he is. If you look at this list of guys he's with, it's a bunch of like DHs and first base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just adds to how bad you have to be. Yeah, so that's my it. bad's just a fact. I'm I'm going back to the what I said earlier. Ben Gummel hitting second. That's bad. That's bad on every planet. The guy stinks. And the fact that they're in this position stinks. He is a full blown tank commander. I mean I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He has, and I'll com- compound that series, though, he with was, Eric Gonzalez hitting fifth. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to bring up because I, I'm. There's nothing that says we can't all agree on the same thing. My bad, also is Adam Frazier. Like, I mean, I don't know how I could pick anyone else at this point in time. You know, Adam Frazier's. Okay, so we talk. We we all know the blood. We know what we're talking about. We all know it's going to be our ugly. Every one of us ugly. We know it's going to be. Yeah. But like he didn't cover first base, so he screwed that up. He couldn't steal second base. He got out. Screw that up. And then he got a hit. And I think it was I think it was Newman. Wasn't it Newman on second? I mean, he got him over to third. I that was at least a positive there. Or no, he was on first. He got on the third, but like then Frazier started taking second from there as well and got thrown out second. So again, got thrown on the base pass again twice today. Like he just made every error. The guy can hit. And that's literally the only thing he can do right now. And one thing I want to say is when you talk about Adam Frazier, like, well, he's fast. I don't know, man. Is he fast anymore? Because it doesn't look it. And I looked up the sprint speed and he's actually 205th right now in MLB and sprint speed. Like he's behind Jared Walsh. <laughs> right Jeez. above Hunter Renfro, which also Mookie Betts is that's, in there as well. That's insane. But I, I, like, I, I actually wonder now. Like, we assume I think Adam Frazier is fast, but I don't know if he really is anymore because he sure as hell doesn't look fast. But he's getting thrown out like with ease every time when he's still second base. With ease, it sure as hell doesn't look like he's fast anymore. But yeah, my bad is definitely Adam Frazier. So fair, fellows. Do we get into the ugly? I don't think we're going to disagree on it. I mean, I think the ugly <laughs> is a consensus think, pick for, for today. I think this is what this topic was built for. <laughs> for the people who don't know what we're talking about, let me go ahead and play that beautiful footage here. Baez hits it on the ground to third. Gonzalez. Oh my goodness! Wow! You gotta be kidding me! You've gotta be stolen! Run! You have gotta be kidding me! Javi Baez! Keep going! Go! 
Yeah. So that's our ugly, right? Yeah. Jesus. What was going on? Um, yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I use hyperbole a lot. <laughs> you know, like, I, I exaggerate things that I say quite often. But, like, when I say that that was the worst play I've ever seen, like, ever. That I'm like, not even that. Like, I'm not even talking about like major league baseball. Like, I'm like maybe like t like we'll take out t ball and like coaches pitch or like machine pitch or whatever it is now. If we just say like any type of organized baseball that involves people above the age of ten, <laughs> I've never seen a worse play in my life, and I've watched a lot of baseball. <laughs> and I, I'm fairly confident in saying that was the worst. <laughs> I don't think I can disagree with you at all, yeah, like, because you combine a just outrageously bad mental error, combat that with another horrible mental error of actually throwing the ball home after you chased them home, and then just every single physical error that went on after it. I don't know. Like, it's just not one person either. Even on the cup side, it was kind of dumb. That's what I think is lost in a lot of this. <laughs> this is terrible. It was the worst. Like, I, I literally, I, I actually opened up my email and was going to email MLB.tv and ask them for a refund. And like, I was actually kind of serious. I was like, I paid money to watch Major League Baseball and you're not providing me that product. <laughs> like, that's how bad it was. It was so bad. So, like, again, there's so many layers to this. I just want to see something here. Baez hits it on the ground. Let me mute this. Can I actually, I can. So I'm going to break this down a little bit here. So here's some things I have. And I know, again, you guys can't really see, but we all know. Okay. So Baez is running to first base. I will give Baez a lot of credit at this portion here. So he's running to first base and then he stops. He sees, he sees Will Craig right there running towards him, right? He knows this guy in third. So what does he do? I mean, think about like when you're on first run to second, you'd get yourself at a rundown so the, the runner can score, right? So like he brings that mentality. I'm like that type of somewhat like on the fly creativeness, I give him a ton of credit for. So he's running back home, running back home. The issue is Will Craig just nonchalantly still is chasing him, right? Which guys, again, so what should Will Craig do right here? In, in your mind, what does Will Craig do right here halfway down home, down first baseline to home plate? Just take two steps back. Yeah. <laughs> just turn around, right? And tag. I would just stand there. You could just do that too. You could just stand there. Because at okay. some point, he has to come at you. Like, don't. don't... There's the almost like. Shrug. That's the so new gym like shrug, was... if people can see it. It's like he started chasing him, like, haha, this is kind of funny. And then he saw him coming from third and was like, oh shit, they're going to score and like didn't think of anything. And then everything just went downhill. Right. So right off the bat, he could just say, well, I should just tag and step on first base, right? As Bucko, Bucko Mike made a comment today, which I loved when Shelm came out and said, that's my bad. Uh, <laughs> I should explain that to him. Like, why do you have to explain to a first baseman that your job is to step on first base to get the guy out? <laughs> like Bucko Mike, I think said it was like, you catch ball, step on the back, and get three outs. <laughs> so, but, and like I kind of give Shelton credit. He's like, "That's on me," and I'm like, "I mean, but really though, <laughs> like, hey, hey, Will Craig, welcome to the major leagues. Hey, I just want to make sure you know that on a ground ball to the infield, if they throw it to you." you can get the batter out by stepping on first base. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not a rule that you should have to explain and make sure that your saying. first baseman knows. 
like, like, do you have to explain them? Like, so when they call ball four, you walk to first base also. Like, there's just some things that you are expected to know when you make the major league baseball organization. He's not in the minors. This isn't NCAA. This isn't high school. This isn't JV. It's not, it's not Little League even. I mean, in Little League, you know that. Like you mentioned, Jim, at 10 years of age, you don't see this play. I wouldn't expect Shelton to say, all right, Will Craig, let me explain to you the rules of baseball. All right. So the bases are 90 feet. <laughs> You're going to stand by first base. You have to tag the base to get it out. All right. So that's the first part. So again, so Baez runs the first, right? Will Craig starts running back at him. So what happens is he keeps going. He keeps going. He keeps going. He realizes he's not going to stop. And again, kudos to Baez. He's still hanging out, waiting for this run to score. The run scores right there. So Will Craig, again, he threw the ball, which he shouldn't have, right? So the next blunder, I guess, in a sense you could say is if if Perez had the wherewithal, like he should know what's going on here. When he catches that ball, he could have also easily just tagged Baez, <laughs> but he didn't. Yes. He went for the tag on Contreras, right? So like in a sense... Perez didn't really quite know what he was doing. So he goes and swipes and misses Contreras, right? Contreras called safe. This freeze frame. <laughs> just, it makes me sick. I mean, look how close Baez is. Like, he's right there. Perez could have just tagged him also out. He doesn't. Oh so, and now, Baez, this is my favorite. So Bias looks and he he stands up there, puts his arms out and says, safe, right? <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm looking at this and saying, well, hell, I just gave mad props to Javier Baez for his like wherewithal and heads up of running back to try to get this like so-called rundown. And he doesn't know what the <laughs> hell is going on. He thinks the play's over. I just got this running. Look at me. <laughs> so here's the third blunder on this play right again peeling back all the layers of this onion now Baez like oh shit actually I gotta go so he starts running there's nobody on first base because Adam Frazier's like well this is a dumb play I gotta go run back to the dugout because it's out <laughs> so now no one's on first Adam Frazier starts running there the ball is just thrown at the first base vicinity <laughs> so here's the next the fourth blunder Adam Frazier gets it, or he doesn't. It goes past him, and you see Adam Frazier's body language is like, "Well, f this!" Like it doesn't seem like he care any less about catching that ball, anyways. So the ball goes past him. Now Javier Baez is safe on first, right? Safe on first. He was in a rundown between two outs. He's now safe on first. Takes off for second. The ball gets thrown to second, and now Newman's like, "Well, I give two shits if I catch this ball either." So now it goes past Newman even. This guy, Javier Baez, could have almost gotten to third. I almost wish he did. I wish he would have scored. I'm not going to lie. The Cubs announcers play-by-play was pretty funny on it. Keep going. You're invisible. <laughs> yes. And this whole time, Anthony Rizzo is, like, falling over onto the field laughing. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that point yet, have we? No. Well, we have. He's literally, like, he's like falling over the fence outside the dugout. There he is, <laughs> like laughing onto the field. Just like this is the dumbest, most hysterical thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there's there, <laughs> there's Rizzo. So yes, I just can't. This whole entire display that's why i said this play was incredible i can't believe it happened and like every step of the way there was some type of blunder like it wasn't just will craig like everyone involved in this just looked pathetically dumb including Baez, who created it everybody panicked <laughs> there's there's the instant meme by the way <laughs> I do feel don't get much worse than that, yeah, man. I mean, I don't really know what to say at this point, other than like 
it was the worst. <laughs> like it was the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, I felt bad for Will Craig though. Like he is never gonna live it. This is gonna be his highlight I mean, of his career. From from now along, now on, Will Craig is the guy who couldn't step on first base for the out. Like that's who oh. he is from now on, forever and ever. Literally, coaches will be teaching their their first baseman. You know, make sure you don't make sure you don't Will Craig this one. Just you know, step first base. <laughs> In his defense, Shelton didn't explain the role to him. <laughs> so Nathan Hirsch, actually, I think he's the one that tweeted it out. He's like, you know, the thing is, I mean, it's not going to happen, but he's like, Will Craig could go off and hit 500 home runs, right? Win like every Golden Glove, all this, right? And this is going to be a play that everyone remembers him by. And, and not, like, that's true. Like, Will Craig, regardless if he hits anything, he's not going to. But Will Craig, this is going to be his, like, Jose Canseco, the ball, hitting his head and going over the fence mm-hmm. moment. You know, like when you think of Jose Canseco, you kind of think about that play and kind of like, you know, oh yeah, he also was like a really good yeah. player and hit home runs all the time. Right? You always go back to that That's play. Like the, f- the fact that Jose Canseco was a really good player is like third on the list. It's <laughs> right. home run off the head. Aliens. Yeah, I'll say, it's that even. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. if it's third at this point. <laughs> it might be 10. <laughs> but it's it like this is it for will craig this is this is his moment this is it this is the only thing he'll be remembered by no matter what he does he can hit the he can have a maz home run and the statue will be of him running to home plate (laughs) from the other side (laughs) not rounding third you do feel bad for him because like i mean obviously it's just it's just a lapse in you know, it's just a mental lapse is what it was. Right. And yeah, it was just the worst mental lapse I think I've ever seen. Like, God, it was bad. It was bad. And that is your 2021 Buckos and in a nutshell. Like the thing is too, like this is a gold glove first baseman. That was one of the things, like if there's something coming from, from Will Craig, you might have some power, but at least you'll have good defense on first. Some of the Pirates haven't seen in like 38 decades. At least you'll have good defense. So think about this. If you were going to, if you saw this play with a bunch of gray faces and you knew this play was going to happen in 2021, you never would have expected it to be Will Craig. Right? Maybe, maybe Moran. If I don't know if he could run fast enough to do it, but maybe Moran, you know, like you can name list all these players. It was not going to be Will Craig. And of course it's Will Craig. Yep. I can't wait for the montage of the 2021 Pirates. Oh, I know Stilo can't wait. I mean, his montage oh, he had sure. last year was incredible. <laughs> so he's already got this one queued up. <laughs> can't blame him, man. I mean, this is just, I mean, this is, this is one of those plays that we will remember our entire lives. <laughs> like, yeah. we'll remember this play forever and how and, stupid it was. And not solely for the fact that you will just remember it, but you'll be forced to because it's also one of those plays that you're going to see for the rest of your life. Yep. Yep. I've already seen it 14,000 times today. <laughs> right. Yep. Every time the Pirates and the Cubs play. Oh, God. I'm, if Will Craig has a decent career, it doesn't matter because they're going to show it on WGN every single game he comes up or just every time bias comes up at this point yeah they'll yeah. be like oh how they're by oh remember that time in Pittsburgh when bias turned bill craig into a pretzel <laughs> <laughs> so realistically speaking will craig he's i mean he was already dfa this year he's not in the like he's not in the future right chances are he's probably not gonna be much of a major leaguer so, like, again, I feel bad for Will Craig because this is just so bad, right? Like you said, such a lapse of a mental error. I get it to a degree. Like, I, I can understand it to this degree. It should have never happened, but I understand it, and it did. And that's why it looks – it's so bad, and I feel bad for him. But he's probably not going to even have many chances to make up for it. Like, he's probably going to be DFA'd at some point this year. Yeah, or just get optioned. I guess it's that's right. We talk. He can't get optioned. That's right. 
Uh, but he, uh, he, I mean, he might have to be bounced from the 40. I don't know. Travis Swaggerty might have, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. There's so much on, on that 40 man roster that we can't keep the guy that, <laughs> but again, chases down the, do you really want to keep that guy between first and home? But regardless, yeah, I don't think he's going to get many options. And that's why I feel like the more back for him because like he himself is going to think back in his major league career. And that's, that's what it is. <laughs> it's going to be like one twentieth of his highlights. All right. Um, I think we've, we've hammered him enough right now. Uh, yeah. Anything else that we want to talk about to wrap this up? Perfect. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was playing. Jim looked like he had an idea. You guys are wonderful. And I wasn't sure if it left. Yeah, no. All right. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Hopefully with some sort of a Pirates win. Hopefully no more injuries. So we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Sagrascus. Later.